All right, hey everybody, welcome to the Parkinson's Association of San Diego microcast series. I'm your host, Jeff Seckendorf, back with Christine Negrete. Hello, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here from NeuroLab 360 up in Encinitas. You're in Encinitas proper, right? In we San are, Diego. Yeah. yeah, cool. So we've been talking a lot about balance with you and with Megan, your, your co-partner, mm-hmm. your partner in NeuroLab 360. Let's talk about dual tasking because mm-hmm. one of the things that happens in Parkinson's that I know of is that that people's brains, you know, they go in different directions and sometimes doing two things at once, three things at once, four things at once mm-hmm. is really hard. Things that we may take for granted. Yes. But there's so much of dual tasking and driving and cooking and all these other things. So mm-hmm. w- can you sort of define from a PT standpoint, what is dual tasking? Yeah, so dual tasking is basically doing two things at once. You're walking with your spouse at the park and you're turning your head and holding a conversation with them at the same time. Um, So anytime where you're doing two things, you're walking into the laundry room holding, you know, your laundry basket. And then you're also, you know, even thinking about or kind of sorting through the laundry basket at the same time. So anytime you're doing two things at once. And yes, that's definitely an area that can become more challenging um, in individuals with Parkinson's and definitely something that we want to work on and incorporate um, in our therapy sessions. Do you know why it's more challenging in people with Parkinson's? Yeah, so there's this thing that happens called dual task cost. And again, I kind of come back to the basal ganglia. It's a center of, you know, it's automaticity of movement. It helps us with automatic movement. Imagine like you had this water pail and... In Parkinson's, what can happen is some of the water is going to spill out to focus on walking and some of the water is going to spill out to, say, holding a conversation. And so it's it's hard to do both of those at the same thing. There's this dual task cost. So if you really focus on holding a conversation with your spouse when you're walking in the park, your gait or your walking speed might slow down significantly or maybe you're starting to get a little bit more off balance versus the opposite. I'm going to really keep practicing like my nice long stride lengths, but now I can't hold a conversation at the same time. So I kind of stop talking or then go to stop walking to hold a conversation. And this is related to the dopamine loss that happens in Parkinson's. A lot of it. Yeah. That kind of automatic center um, because you're just having to, you know, walking isn't as automatic anymore. And so you're having to a, you know, shift focus to like saying, you know, holding a conversation with walking. So what do you do about it? Um, in therapy, we just incorporate a lot of dual task training on our initial evaluation. We go through the mini best, which is one of the things that we can do to um address balance, but there's also a walking component where we have you walk. And if we're really, you know, the standard assessment is walk and count backwards by three from a hundred out loud. That's hard for anybody. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're really good at math, that's pretty easy. It's challenging for me as well. Um, But we can see, you know, usually somebody will stop counting or their gait speed or walking speed will slow, it'll, you know, significantly decrease. Um, and so then in therapy sessions, we're adding a dual tax to a lot of the motor activities that we're doing. Um, maybe later on we'll talk about power moves, but maybe each time we go to do a power up, you're naming, say, an item in a category. Uh, tell me, you know, any type of animal you can think of. And so every time you're having to power up, you're having to name off an animal. Or 
even walking, you know, walking and, you know, doing a fine motor task with your hand while we're still focusing on taking nice big amplitude steps and, and having balance. So we can just, you know, add a dual task into uh, any really of like the motor activities that we do. So this is in Parkinson's, this is a skill, this dual tasking skill that becomes lost that people prior to Parkinson's and the dopamine loss were able to probably do fine. So right. how effective is the retraining? Because now you're you're trying to fill a gap in the brain, um, which was which has been basically injured by the dopamine loss. Right. I mean, I can't say the same is for everyone, but we do do objective measures at eval and with reassessment and people do make improvements. And I've even had people, you know, tell me, oh, like I was walking the other day and I had no issue with my balance and I was even turning my head at the same time, which can challenge your balance even more and hold a conversation or, oh, somebody told me I was actually walking faster and I didn't even know it myself. So people can make an improvement with it over time, even in therapy sessions if we're doing something and you're just like, wow, you were able to do that the whole time, dual tasking, and say, you know, a month ago, that wasn't doable. So people can make improvements. It just takes time. They have to do the work at home. Mm -hmm. I usually tell people if I know that there is a difficulty with dual tasks, that with a lot of the exercises that they're doing, they're incorporating a dual task with it. Obviously something that's safe that they can do at home. But every time. You try to do it every time. I try to drive it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's so interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, most people say a lot of people fall in the kitchen and in the bathroom. And it's usually because you're doing two things at once, right? I walk into the kitchen and I'm opening up the refrigerator and I'm walking backwards, opening the fridge up at the same time while I'm thinking about what I'm going to grab in the fridge. There's a lot of things, you know, going on there or, you know, turning and grabbing a towel in the bathroom. And so that's, you know, a lot where areas where people tend to see falls. Yeah, and in physical therapy, you found ways to train it, which is really cool. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, (laughs) awesome. All right, so a little insight into dual tasking from um, Christine Negretti at NeuroLab360. So thanks everybody for listening and we'll be back with more of these microcasts. And uh, thanks, Christine. Yeah, thank you again for having me. Yeah. (laughs)